The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now it's time for our, our expert slot, and this morning we're focusing on nutrition and the importance of supplements in our diet. If you've got uh, queries, you can text them to us, 53106 at a cost of 30 cents. You can WhatsApp them for free, 087 uh, But before we uh, deal with listener questions, we are joined now by registered dietitian Orla Walsh. Orla, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Okay, um, minerals, vitamins, uh, supplements of various kinds. Um, if you're eating shall we say, normal food. Do you need any of these things at all? Yes, you You do. do. And I know people have probably heard time and time and time again, if you're eating a very balanced diet, you don't need to supplement. And that's simply not true. So what might we be short of if we're eating the normal balanced diet? And I'm including things like red meat for iron and whatever other vitamins are in red meat. So you're eating all of that. You're not vegan or vegetarian. You're eating a mixed uh, diet. So what would you not get? Well, you'd certainly need to be supplementing with vitamin D. Most people need to supplement vitamin D every day and around 15 micrograms or 600 international units. They certainly need it between Halloween and Paddy's Day. But if you have brown skin, you need it all year round. And you might even require more than that. Um, And I'm speaking adults here, but kids would still need a vitamin D supplement every day. So that's the first thing that breaks breaks um that that the old saying that we can get everything from our diet the other is folic acid and women of i keep on saying women of childbearing age but yeah. really if you can conceive a child which includes girls um you need to be taking 400 micrograms of so folic acid out day once you start to menstruate there's a possibility that you could conceive and therefore you have to prepare Exactly, because folic acid is at its most important in the first 28 days. And because you don't find out you're pregnant until, you know, 28 days in at least, and one in two pregnancies are unplanned, you need to be taking it all the time. Ideally, we'd be taking it at least three months before conception. But, you know, like I said, if one and two are unplanned all the time. But I have to ask you the logical question that ensues from that. Before folates were available, folic acid as a supplement, women weren't. So where were they getting their folic acid before that, naturally, that we're not getting now and why? So you can, you, you we just need that little bit extra. So we need that little bit extra to prevent neural tube defects. No, but we would be awash with neural tube defects from back in the day yeah. if um, a shortage of folic acid was not addressed. So they must have been getting it somewhere. Yeah, so citrus fruit is a, a great source and green leafy vegetables and things. So people ate more cabbage in truth. <laughs> yes. That's probably true, isn't it? There's probably a bit of that going Bacon on. Bacon and cabbage. People, the, ate, yeah, well, diets in, in some ways were better, you know, because um, they were simpler. Now, what else? You hear uh, talk of iodine. What does that do for you and why do you need it? So iodine has lots and lots of uses in the body. Um, I suppose first to start about one in four are, yeah, one in four adults are, are considered to be not having taken in enough. And because iodine requirements increase during pregnancy, that jumps to possibly even three in four women during pregnancy not taking in enough. It's found in dairy and it's found in fish and we're not eating enough of either. Um, it's important for lots of things such as cognitive function, but one of the ones that's more famous for is thyroid function yeah. and thyroid being that butterfly gland in our neck and responsible for uh, metabolism. Um, and, you know, it, it is something that we need to address because people aren't um, eating and consuming enough. Mm. Now, what about iron and iron deficiencies? Um 
I know if you have hemochromatosis, for example, that's the, you don't want to be taking iron. Yes. That's the last thing you want to be taking. But for most people, do they need to take extra iron? Well, I think that's relevant in this conversation because one in 86 Irish people are carriers of both genes and one in five are carrier of one gene. So um, hemochromatosis is relevant, especially if you're taking a multivitamin and you've never been checked before to see if you've excess iron in your body. Um, but around 40% of women particularly are at risk of iron deficiency. And the studies that are coming out now, I suppose it's difficult because it depends what they're checking in the bloods. Mm -hmm. So traditionally, we just looked at haemoglobin, but actually ferritin is, um, gives us an idea of iron stores as well. And when we look at ferritin, we realise actually more and more people are um, iron deficient than we thought, um, particularly women, just simply uh, to do with menstruation. Yeah. What does it mean, though, if you have an iron deficiency? How does that impact your your daily performance? Well, you're absolutely wrecked. I'll give you that. Okay. Um, having been iron deficient before, you're nearly crawling um, up the stairs by 7pm. if you have hemochromatosis, presumably you're also knackered all the time. Exactly. So that's why you have to go to your GP and get blood tests done and um, the blood test will, will give an idea of what's happening because you can be anemic from bit, uh, vitamin B12 deficiency and folate deficiency too, not just iron. Um, but th- th- there's lots of um, different symptoms of it. Um, they kind of replicate perimenopausal symptoms. So that's why when um, when women are going through perimenopause, if their periods are getting heavier, that they need to go to the GP and get checked and just rule out that um, their perimenopause symptoms aren't exacerbated by iron deficiency. Because you can get itchy skin and everything. Um, Omega-3s, fish oils, whether it was your mother's old castor oil by the uh, spoonful or whether it's in capsules, why do we need them? Um Omega-3s are considered uh, conditionally essential fats, meaning that our body can't always make them and make them in enough um, um, enough amounts. Um, so the omega-3s that have been shown to be particularly beneficial to us are the EPA and DHA found in oily fish. Irish people aren't eating much fish. On average, we eat a bite a week. And so if you're not eating oily fish, you do need to supplement. But you have to be oily, not just your white fish. There is some in the likes of shellfish too, like mussels, but Mm. um, not as much. It has to be the fatty fish, which are the dark fleshed fish. So if you're having hake or um, sea bream or something like that, that's not what you need. You need your mackerel, your trout, your salmon. Sardines, yeah. Um, and the tin versions are absolutely fine. And if you're vegan, you can get an omega-3 supplement from algae. Now, protein bars, protein drinks. Um, athletes often use the, these. What about normal folk? So um, I suppose protein bars would be different to protein drinks. So the protein drink that most people are taking is whey protein. And that's shown to be extremely useful at stim- uh, stimulating muscles to grow and repair. Now, when a young person does exercise and tries to build their muscles, their muscles are only dying to build. The older we get, the harder it is to stimulate muscle growth and the easier it is to lose muscle. So whey protein becomes incredibly important and I think more older people should be taking it. Now, some of the questions coming in, everyone in Ireland should be taking vitamin D in particular. I wish people would look at their diet as supplements can be very effective for one's mental health. Which are the key ones for mental health? Um, well, vitamin D, um, we, we do know that um, from research in Limerick and, and the TILDA studies in Trinity. Um, and mental health, I suppose, Limerick came out with a new study as well, just showing bouts of exercise each day, even small bouts, 20 minutes. 
Um, but omega-3s are important, but we're now looking at creatine as um, an, an option, as a supplement for those with uh, low mood. Now, this research isn't really strong yet, but okay. it's growing. But vitamin D and fish oils, I mean, the old thing about the on fossa, the salmon of wisdom, maybe there's something in that. <laughs> there's uh, a truth there, but the yeah. Mediterranean diet, a high fibre diet and omega-3s certainly. Um, uh, do five-year-olds need to take vitamin D the whole year round, even during the summer? Yeah, because I think a lot of parents are very, and guardians are very careful with sun. Um, we have them in factor 50 suits and factor yeah. 50 on all year round. So yeah, absolutely, uh, vitamin D daily. Uh, what's a good supplement to help arthritis? Um, it just depends on what type of arthritis the person has. But we're looking at uh, collagen, actually, if it's osteoarthritis. Um, it's, it's been shown to be helpful. Not the same collagen for the face. Um, it's collagen type 2. Uh, this one, I'm trying to conceive. I'm taking folic acid at the moment. Is it OK to take vitamin A when I'm trying to conceive? I've read conflicting advice. No, don't take vitamin A if you're trying to conceive. What I'd encourage is um, a, a multimineral multivitamin designed for preconception um, as well as omega-3 if you're not getting in enough But don't fish. take uh, vitamin A on its uh, own. No. Uh, what kind of protein powder would your guests suggest for an ordinary gym goer? An ordinary gym goer, whey is the best. Um, whey has been shown to be better than soya, which has been shown to be better in casein. Um, you take it directly after um, one scoop if you're doing little muscle groups like arms and two scoops if you're doing whole body or legs. And my last blood test showed slightly high cholesterol. I'm only 38 and not overweight. What can I change in my diet? So there's, that's the brilliant thing about cholesterol. There's so many foods that have been shown to actually lower. So I'd look at inclusion rather than exclusion. You are trying to reduce butter and cream and coconut, coconut oil, and even using coconut milk and curries. But what you're trying to include is um, more soluble fibre. So chia seeds, flax seeds, oats, beans, peas and lentils. Um, maybe look at plant stannels, nuts and seeds. Um, uh, there's a whole host of foods, to be honest. It's about inclusion rather than exclusion. Now, this one says, Orla has spoken about her migraines in the past. I'm also a sufferer. Does she know which foods might trigger them? Um, that's a very individual thing, but be mindful of caffeine um, and certainly because of its impact on sleep and consider um, magnesium and vitamin T B2. Yeah, and magnesium uh, can stop cramps in the muscles. I was told that I was cramping in one leg after exercise maybe and then I was told get a magnesium supplement. So I use magnesium oil and yeah. I haven't had a cramp since. Yeah, so I'm cramping all night long at the moment because I'm in trimester three <laughs> and um, I'm taking magnesium. Now, in magnesium citrate or magnesium glyconate might be preferable over magnesium oxide because magnesium oxide can give you the runs. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm lacking in energy of late. I sleep about five hours a night. I exercise when I can. I drink water. Can your guest recommend a supplement? Five hours a night. It's no wonder you're tired. Yeah, you're tired. So sleep is the priority. But again, back to the creatine, it's been shown to help with brain performance, especially under stressful scenarios such as lack of sleep. Are collagen and hyaluronic a good idea for a 56-year-old woman? Um, they're not going to... Do miracle work, but they might be helpful. This for rubbing in on the skin. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, in terms of um, skin and collagen, yeah, it's you're looking for um, col not collagen type two. That's for the joints, but the other collagens, such as fish collagens, um, for your face. What does Orla think of taking cod liver oil? My husband swears by it. Says Kay. Um, I would prefer he take omega three and uh, vitamin D 
rather than a cod liver oil. Yeah, but it's still an o- a fish oil. It's co- from the cod's liver, one presumes. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, can you get most of your required vitamin D from eggs? Um, eggs do supply vitamin D um, as well as oily fish. Um, and they're good suppliers at that. But no, you can't get enough. What supplements are recommended for eye health? Eye health, there's great work being done in Waterford, actually. Um, there's um, zeaxanthin and all these different compounds. It's basically the nutrients found under the skin of oily fish. So cook your fish skin up so it goes crispy and you'll enjoy the skin and include it, as well as a lot of vegetables that are orange or yellow in colour. Mm. What, what about supplements like lutein? Yeah, so it was lutein and zeaxanthin. Yeah. Okay, very good. Um, Is magnesium okay to take if you have IBD? It's been recommended to help me sleep, but I have ulcerative colitis. You might want to, if you're going to try, start with a small amount first and try magnesium glyconate and take that last thing at night. And and that might help with sleep and reduce the gut issues that you might get from a magnesium supplement. Is drinking super milk every day uh, providing enough vitamin D? No, it's not. Um, you need to take a supplement on top of it, but it's good to be consuming dairy with vitamin D added as well. Can you ask your expert what I can take? I'm 66. I walk a lot, 10K a day. Lately, I notice the circulation in my hands is bad. Also, I have a lot of night cramps in my legs. Okay, well, certainly focus on hydration first and foremost, um, because that is the most obvious cause there. Um, But in terms of circulation, you could also look at uh, beetroots and foods high in nitrates, such as rocket and leafy greens. Uh, Another one. I have some nerve damage after a disc pressing on my sciatic nerve, resulting in numbness in my foot. It's only light, but still there. Is there a supplement which can aid the repair? Um, not one that I can think of offhand, to be honest. I, I think the physio is going to be more helpful mm. than the dietitian in that regard. A question about uh, vitamin D. Is the more extensive, expensive vitamin D better than the cheaper stuff? <laughs> Generally speaking, not. But you are looking for a vitamin D3. But do get the one on D3, special. D3. And you were talking about the different uh, units. Yeah. So um, most people need 15 micrograms, which is 600 international units. But you might need more if you are deficient and your doctor might prescribe that for you and you could get that on the drug payment schemes mm. which might be the cheapest and of all. A final quick one, what about hemp or brown rice powder for the over 60s? Um, they, they lack some of the crucial amino acids um, that stimulate muscle growth so soya protein would be more effective probably and that hasn't been studied but just simply because of an amino acid leucine that they're not mm. as high in. So I would say soy protein over All them. Right. Well, Orla, thank you very much for joining us. Orla Walsh, registered dietitian. And that baby of yours due quite shortly will be the healthiest baby in Christendom. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> All right. Orla, Thanks. thank you very, very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.